Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You are listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. What's up, mother... Episode number 38, Metal hey. Shop's Backstage Pass. Hey, you know what's cooler than n- being in an episode 38? What? My dick. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, that's pretty Epi- neat. Your dick has been around longer than our podcast, that's true. <laughs> but, uh... It's also a it's little arguable. less popular. <laughs> it didn't get 21 clicks like our podcast did last week. Dude, I would be happy to get 21 clicks. 21 clicks on my dick. Hey, you don't know my number. <laughs> anyway, what's up, fellas? My name's Ian. That's uh, that's Kevin. Hey. That's Ryan the Beard. Yo, yo, yo. That's Max Long. What's going on? And we're back with episode number 38. You guys all still alive? You got your fingers and toes and everything? Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Dude, I broke my finger last night. Tell us the story, man. I was, I was reassembling a shotgun. I didn't, shoot, I didn't <laughs> shoot the finger off, but I had the shotgun, right? It's an awesome shotgun. It's a, Remi- yeah. it's a Remington 1100. It's a semi-auto. It's not a pump action. Just why it's the first time I had reassembled it. Okay. And I uh, I put the the plug cap in the wrong end of the barrel because I just didn't know what I was doing. Uh oh. And so in order to get fish it out, I had opened the charging mechanism, which is basically the thing that goes when you load a gun. You know what I mean? So I've got it held back with my left hand. I reach my index finger in there to try and poke the 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 plug cap out, and it just I've slipped out of my left hand and just. Just shattered my whole fingertip on my right index finger. It broke my fingernail in half. I was bleeding and, like, pussing out of it. Still am. Jesus. So. Did you have to get stitches or anything? Was it cut? No. Well, it's bad, yeah. It's leaky. It's gross. It's, it fucking sucks, dude. It hurts. You don't realize how much you actually need, like, your fingertips. Damn. Things. Did you go to the emergency room or you handle it yourself? No, it was, like, 1.30 in the morning. I was just oh, like, okay. oh, shit. And I just broke my finger. Yeah. Oh well. That's so fucking gnarly. It's the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think on the. It's like dropping a ten and a half pound weight from oh, like five feet up gross. on your finger. I think if you're looking at like the scale of gun accidents, though, that's, that's not bad. It's probably a pretty small really one. Yeah. Well, I mean, the gun was in pieces. There's literally no way it could have fired. I was trying to put it back together. That's you a know? good point. Yeah. So I knew it wasn't that wasn't gonna happen, but you know, just at you know. <laughs> Be safe, man. Are you gonna get a scar out of it? I don't know. I'm definitely gonna lose my fingernail. That's awesome. On my no. <laughs> Why not? Because that... how am I gonna pick my nose? How am I gonna pick up a penny off Kinky? the desk? What if you get an itch? I'll use my my. Uh, <laughs> as I was telling to a girlfriend of mine recently, it's okay because my middle finger is longer than my index finger. Nice. <laughs> so don't worry about it. <laughs> That's clever. Like well, you're really being. We're still in business. Yeah. Don't worry. But. Yeah, I literally, yeah. I So we all do have our fingers and toes still, but... So that was a pretty start to your weekend. Yeah, I hope the sucks. rest of it is good. <laughs> no kidding. You went to the game last week, though, and we didn't have a podcast last weekend, so tell us about your experience there. You... Yeah, we're back, man. It's, it was awesome uh, going to the game. I sat next to our buddy Matt Weltner. You know him. Yeah, of course, Mosher. Yep, Mosher Matt. And uh, I went with my dad, which was cool, because my dad used to always like surprise me with uh, Sonics tickets nice. back in the day. 
He'd be like, hey, guess what I got? And I'd be like, what? Sonic's tickets, courtside. Sick. Courtside tickets? Yeah, he used to get them from his work. For That's free. awesome. So I was like, hey, Pops, guess what I got? Playoff tickets, motherfucker. Nosebleeds. Literally. You're a <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> That's fucking awesome, though. It wasn't, yeah. He is your mother's fucker. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, good for you, motherfucker. <laughs> But the but, game was the game was cool. Like, uh, com- in, in complete honesty, though, like I prefer to watch the the game from my house, because when you're at the game, and like I know a lot about football. I played a lot of football. I played football in school and stuff like that. So I know how the game works. It's just different though when you have an announcer and like uh, you know the ref the ref headquarters like chiming in and all they have like all kinds of media outlets telling yeah. you what's going on. It was fun to watch though, and it is fucking loud in there but you can't bring a four foot bong to CenturyLink so I took a I tried to get okay so here's the thing I did get in with a four inch knife I didn't get in with my flask sketchy Ian so Bill I hit Flasky. I hid my I hid Bill Flasky in a pile of garbage that's what I was telling you guys on the air last week I hit him in the pile of garbage <laughs> huh and I was like who is gonna dig through this fucking pile of garbage to find Bill Flasky the answer no one and you got it back. I got him back, and it was nice. still full. I just rinsed it off and then drank the rest of the scotch. Nice. It was great. Scotchy, scotch, scotch, scotch. But I just, like, I didn't even realize I still, because I just carry my knife around like it's like my keys or my wallet, you know? So I just literally hit it between my wallet and my phone, and just, they, metal wanded me down. I'm, you know, they're never going to let me into another Seahawks game now if they ever hear that. Yeah. But, uh, I busted it out to open up some hand warmers, and the guy next to me was like, whoa, what the fuck? Dude, how did you shit? get in here with that? You could stab a, a fucking Panthers fan. But, you know. <laughs> I Automatically, I we're going to stab in a fan. And then Come you're on. like, you're right. I could. I could. Where is he? <laughs> I like how I made the, like, gun noise while, yeah. <laughs> stab. <laughs> stab. <laughs> so, r- real quick, I know it's kind of off topic, but I got a bunch of car shit done this week because nice. I just a uh, bunch of stuff but uh you know just some maintenance and whatnot some stuff that was uh that I really <laughs> needed it was like way past due and I got a quote from this place in Kent that was you know average or whatever and then I went to this place that Steve the producer actually told me about called American Automotive in Puyallup and I know it sounds kind of cheesy but I just wanted to shout these guys out really fucking awesome this guy is super down to earth he loves KSW he listens to Metal Shop he loves Steve the producer and uh he you know he he Save me about seven to eight hundred dollars. Damn. Damn. So good. Yeah. yeah. Good looking out, dude. Really Seriously. awesome, dude. American uh, Automotive. Yeah, American Automotive. If anyone, and it's just it's just one guy, um, and he has a, a couple of family members that help him out, and uh, you know, just very legit. He'll pay attention to your car, and he he will give you a legit quote. What did he do for your car, man? Because uh, I got a couple of things I need to get done. It was like too. I needed entirely new brakes. Um, I needed my car. My my engine was not bolted down. essentially like it was it was like (laughs) flopping up when i was driving and also my timing belt and then a couple other small things like automotive stuff like internals yeah yeah i just need some body work stuff done man but yeah i mean i would suggest going there it's in puyallup so it's a little bit out of the way but very legit dude ian you live in white centered i know it's (laughs) everywhere literally it's the (laughs) ironic thing about white center Okay, anyways, it's not so centered. Yeah, well, that's what they, it's, they put that on a big ass sign driving down the street. Yeah, <laughs> ain't no secret. Anyway, uh, good times. Ryan, how was your week? It was good, man. Saw Pig Destroyer. I yeah, fuck yeah. I ruled. Had, uh, had a lot of fun at that one and uh, played a lot of guitar. That was pretty much it. Oh, 
dude, I'm sorry to cut you off. That's fucking awesome. But we we have Chris Barnes coming up to Metal Shop in the next couple weeks. I saw that. That rules. Confirmed on just, uh, January 31st. He will be in the studio hanging out. And it's funny because it was actually talked about in the news this week that he moved to Seattle. And so when Ryan put that in a group Facebook message, I hit him up on Twitter. About five minutes later, he's like, sure, dude. Yeah, I'll come up. Whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll have Chris Barnes from Six Feet Under, formerly of Cannibal Corpse, and, uh, you know, Torture Killer and all those side projects. He will be up hanging out, Back smoking the ganja, talking about his uh, Porsche Boxer from Pierre Automart. <laughs> you know, I, I hope mean, he drives that here. <laughs> that's really awesome. Dude, let me that, check uh, that out. That's really awesome that he's a nice enough dude and, you know, down to earth enough just to. He seems like, like a really hey, chill guy. Just, we yeah, need to smoke out. one of his dreadlocks. You're like, hey, man. You would get higher than you've ever, ever <laughs> been. <laughs> I don't think we, we wouldn't be able to do the show after that. That'd be fucked. Can yeah. we just snort it? and <laughs> You can do that. The opposite? Ew! What about you, Max? What'd you do? I know we, we're kind of neighbors now. I live, like, right down the street from you these days. Yeah. No, that's kind of weird. Right on. We need to... Yeah, let's smoke a bowl and subscribe. Well, anyways, me and I'm, Ryan I'm saw cool. this band called Scriptures. Holy... <laughs> scriptures, huh? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> if you guys ever want to get high and go see some live act, like live, live action, is it like some <laughs> biblical scriptures? <laughs> no, it's like psychedelic desert rock. Took some shrooms and like you just wandered out into Arizona. We're like, yo, dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh my god. Cool. Let me look at your arm right now. You have like a fake. You're covered in fake tattoos. McDonald's yeah, no, no, no. Seahawks tattoos. Let's not talk about that right now. I want to show that off to my Tinder date tomorrow. Oh a Tinder god. date. Tell god us about this Tinder it. date. Is it? <laughs> Uh, is it the is it the forty year old woman again? No, 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 no. She kissed like a dog. I what's her <laughs> like a Rottweiler? What's her ethnicity? What are her measurements? And what's she into? Oh my god, man! Look what we've I done don't, to ourselves. She looks skinny from the pictures, but we all know that you know the angles. She's a master of the angles. Master of the angles. She's an angler. Secret internet fatties. Yeah, so we're gonna find that out tomorrow. Glasses? No glasses? No How glasses big is her tomorrow. nose? Who gives a? F- what's her religion? Hey. Nobody cares about Max's Tinder dates. Because if we talked about all of Max's Tinder dates, we, we would have, we'd we'd have, have to start a, set- a new podcast. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm not doing that. Fuck that. I need to start a kick fo- like a, a Kickstarter? Go- a Kickstarter. Go fund me for that. No. <laughs> a GoFundMe. What? How about a go fuck you? Yeah, a go fuck you. <laughs> Alright, you guys ready? I'm ready. It's the Metal Shot Backstage Pass News of the Week. (laughs) Call the cops, call the cops. All right, uh, news from the Slayer camp. We were talking about one of our unfortunately least favorite uh, songs from 2014 was the Slayer Implode, which came out about a year ago, actually, January 2014. Absolutely named because that song imploded. It was meh. Meh. A big meh. I'm curious about Metacular. that. Metacular. Obviously, they had written it and recorded it a while ago, but they have... Gary Holt from Exodus is obviously uh, in, in Slayer now. In for Jeff Hanneman. Rest in peace. And he has uh, been quoted as saying the Slayer upcoming record is, quote, everything you hope a Slayer album should be. That's saying hmm. a lot, dude. That's saying a lot. Now, uh, he did an interview on SiriusXM. He said, Implode is a great song. I really love it. It's a lot of fun to play, but compared to the other stuff Carrie King has written, it's nothing. Doesn't even touch it. Hmm. And Exodus right. just put out a really good record uh, last year as well, so 
Uh, I would really like to see how much influence Gary Holt actually has on the new Slayer record. Yeah. You know, that's one thing I was thinking about, too, is there... Um, is it just Kerry King writing? Well, the, yeah, because they're, I, that I would expect so, because Exodus is still his main band. Mm-hmm. Right. And they're both old-school thrash bands. So any, you know, really awesome old-school thrash riffs that Holt comes up with, wouldn't those go to Exodus? Well, I mean, I don't really see him... Yeah. To kind of preserve the Slayer sound, yeah. I get that, but that, but at the same time, he's still in the band. Yeah. He's still recording his own guitar parts, I'm assuming. I don't think Kerry King's going to record both parts. I mean, it's possible. Do you think that would happen? I, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I think Gary would probably record his own parts. I mean, so he's Gary's gonna... a killer player, yeah, too, totally. man. I mean, why wouldn't you? If you have a killer player in your band, why wouldn't you utilize him? Dude, you're in f***ing Slayer. You have to be good. You're yeah, in Slayer. No you know? joke. Well, he's not a fill-in member. He's a full-time member yeah, he now. Is, so. Yeah, he is a little piece of Slayer now. I hope I hope that he contributes in writing, at least somehow. Cause... Well, the, th- the thing is, is also that he was in Slayer before Han- Jeff Hanneman passed. He was in yeah. Slayer filling in for Jeff for like two or three years before he died. So, I'm so sure... this isn't new? No. Well, I'm sure they had him, Gary and Jeff, I'm sure. They had a lot of time to, you know, sit down and... Talk about how they wanted things to go and how he wanted, you know, him showing him the riffs, you know. Those guys have been friends for a long time, too, so it's not like it's they're just like, hey, dude, show me this riff. I'm sure they sat down, had a beer, talked about it all, and just shot the shit. And uh, now there's a new Slayer record coming out in 2015. It's going to be on uh, Nuclear Blast, which yeah. is kind of a departure. I think we talked about that a few weeks ago. Their first record that's not going to be on American recordings in years, literally 20 years. Gary went on to say, it's a little bit of everything, but everything I'd reference to is 100% Slayer. It's crushingly heavy, and it's dark and sinister, and it's everything you'd hope a Slayer album should be. There's no ballads. <laughs> Good. Oh, Good. yeah. Slayer but, ballad. But Slayer's so known for their ballads. <laughs> their power ballads? <laughs> it's been six years, man, since 2009. The, no, World, World Painted Blood came out. They're not White Snake. I don't, I don't expect any ballads. So. <laughs> Um, another fu- raining blood. Another classic metal band uh, that is still going strong th- despite a few untimely deaths. Also, a band called Guar. We all know them as one of the most influential and craziest intergalactic space fucking sweetness. But uh, they have just opened up a bar. Guar bar. Yeah, so it's Guar bar and if you find yourself on the East Coast, uh maybe in the Midwest traveling over that way, you can go to Richmond, Virginia in this Arts District, Jackson Ward. Uh it's 217 West Clay Street, Richmond, and they have all kinds of stuff. Guar merchandise all over. You get intergalactic junk food. Um, and yeah, it's the design with Barry Griffin at Griffin Customs, and apparently it's it's pretty sick. So you can go online. It's like a space tiki. Yep, and you can go to YouTube. I think that I actually saw a tutorial, or not a tutorial, kind of like a, uh, like a tour tour video, and you can check that out on YouTube. Maybe we'll post it up on the uh, Metal Shop Facebook. We gotta get these Guar Tiki mugs, man. They are fucking awesome. <laughs> Sounds good to me. They are awesome. Oh. And the one thing that they did quote, and I this is what I'm most curious about, is the food at the Guar Bar. They said that that's <clears throat> intergalactic junk food, like you said, but that's what they said most people are surprised by, by how good it is. What the, what do they say they have? Okay, they got items like scum dogs, like house-made sausages, McDuckets, which is a duck, chicken, cheese, and truffle nugget. 
<laughs> whatever the f*** that is. Sounds kind of like uh, gourmet, though. That sounds f***ing delicious. My neighbor cooks at uh, Le Cordon Bleu as a student, and he brings, like, duck and shit like that home all the time, and it's f***ing good. Duck, chicken, cheese, truffle, nugget. Ugh. Oh, Mc man. <laughs> McDuckets. I want that. So, that that'd be crazy. awesome, man. Let's go out there. Let's go out to Virginia sometime. And I bet it's real meat, too, and not, like... Dude, we can have my neighbor Processed McDonald's paste. No, it's just, it's actually, like, follows up to... Go it's just a cat. <laughs> like, what do you mean you don't like cat, human scum? You order it and they just like grab a cat out of the cage, slap it on the <laughs> counter. <laughs> Whack. Oh, that's. Oh, no. Uh, Ryan, you'd probably PG? be. No, yeah, see. You never know. I'd go. I'd still go. Yeah. Let's get those big All day, yeah. Arch Spire's coming back to town in nice. March. Nice. Yeah. Uh, they're playing a couple of Northwest dates. Spokane on March 6th at the Northwest Pinnacle. Seattle on the 7th at El Corazon with Fallujah. Yeah, that's going to be a good show. The new Fallujah record is killer. And the day after that in Portland, too, on the 8th. So it's a few days. March 7th in Seattle, though, uh, Archspire. Uh, heard about that band through Ryan the Beard. Yeah, man. Those guys are good stuff. I like that band. All right, so speaking of really awesome techie stuff, there's a new project called Entheos. Uh, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Yeah, um, I think you're right. And that's uh, featuring four members of the Faceless Animals as Leaders and uh, Animosity. So Animosity that's, was brutal! So that's a really, really good setup. And um, it's looking like, uh, let's see, um, da -da -da. where's their drummers? Uh, wanna... Naveen Kupawais, uh, the drummer, um, just posted a playthrough video yeah, play in his little closet. Yeah, let's let's hear it. So it's mostly drums. Keep that up. Sick. Sounds pretty technical, man. A little bit at the end's my favorite. guys is going off. Nice. Nice. Chunky, dude. That'll be awesome. Yeah, so I'm I'm pretty excited for that project, man. He's just attacking that drum kit, Oh, it's too. over, dude. This is going to be great. Entheos. That's going to be a really cool record. If we, <clears throat> coming out this year, I'm assuming. Yeah, man. Because <clears throat> we heard about this band last year before it was all said and done. That's awesome. That rules. Hell yeah. Right on. Well, uh, another thing that's going on music-wise is there's an awesome tribute to Randy Rhodes, the late guitarist of Ozzy Osbourne. We all remember him, uh, but it's going to be released with, he's going to be remembered with the, an album called Immortal Randy Rhodes, The Ultimate Tribute, coming out March 3rd on UDR Music, and it's uh, going to be, going to have a lot of old friends. There's and, a lot of cool people. Uh, Rudy Sarzo and Frankie Benali, his brother. Kelly Rhodes is going to be on there, and then uh, Search Tankin from System of a Down. We got Tom Morello from Rage Against Machine, Vinnie Peace from uh, Black Sabbath, uh, Tim Ripper Owens, Chuck Billy, Alexi Leho from Children of Bodom, George awesome. Lynch, Gus G, Bruce Kulick, uh, Doug Aldrich, Dweezil Zappa, and right. many others. So it's going to be pretty cool. It's definitely <laughs> going to be something that we will uh, feature quite a bit on Metal Shop. I'm assuming if all these tracks are as cool as I imagine they'll be. I think it's cool that Rudy, Rudy, Rudy Sarzo is playing bass on every one of these songs. Nice. And then they're kind of switching off drummers. Uh, Vinny Apice is doing a, several of them. Frankie Benali, 
Brett Chasen is doing several of them too. So it's uh, and then they're just kind of switching vocalists. Tim Ripper Owens is doing several of them. Crazy Train with Serge Tankian and Tom Morello. Nice. And Vinny Apice. Mr. Crowley with uh, Chuck Billy on vocals and uh, Alexi Leho on guitars. I look for. I'm, I'm I wanna, into that. I want to hear Believer. Yeah, Tim Ripper Owens, Doug Aldrich, Rudy Sarzo, Vinny Apice. Dude, it's like. This is cool. They did it correctly, man. They did it yeah. right. That rules. That'll be a rager. Uh, Prong just announced the like exact details of their new cover record, Songs from the oh, Black yeah. Hole. Oh, yeah. This is going to be cool, man. Uh, it's coming out E1 Music, March 31st. Let's just, I'll just read off the list here. Uh, uh, they're going to be doing Discharges Doomsday. Fuck yeah. Vision Thing by Sisters of Mercy. Oh, yeah. Goofy's Concerned by Butthole Surfers. <laughs> uh, Kids of the Black Hole by Adolescents, which is fucking awesome. Uh, bars, Black Flag, uh, Seeing Red by Killing Joke, Don't uh, uh, Don't Want to Know If You're Lonely by Husker Du, Give Me the Cure by Fugazi, Band in DC by Bad Brains, and Cortez the Killer by none other than Neil fucking Young. This is going to be cool because they're not just picking some you know bands that sound exactly like them. They're picking things like Sisters of Mercy, Neil Young, Bad Brains, Fugazi. That's, that's really cool. Um, shows that they've gotten influences from all over the musical soundscape. So yeah. that's really neat. I'm, I'm looks... Pretty excited for that one. The last prong record was awesome, and they killed it live. The past, the last time that they were at El Corazon, it was probably not even half sold out, but they just rocked, and they played it like they were playing an arena. It was super cool, Yeah, and they their riffs were super heavy. I think um, they'll, they'll do it justice, I feel like. It'll be good. It'll be good. Definitely. Um, so Swedish black metal insane band, Dark Funeral. These guys are scary as fuck. If you've ever seen them, they're real creepy. They they do the corpse paint thing to a T, very masterful with their insanity. They're kind of like Watain without the you know animal carcasses. But they have a new one called Nail Them to the Cross, and you can check it out. Um, it's going to be... Uh, they also have another one called Temple of Araman. On February 23rd, they're going to be uh, coming out with this new record. And uh, yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. Evil. Yeah, pretty freaking evil. They're going to be playing all over Europe, so if you're... Uh, They'll get here sometime. Planning a trip to Europe, you can go see them, but probably <laughs> uh, not here. Ryan, did you see that Nagura Bungit? I did. The news? I did. Another band we heard of from you. You played with it. those guys, didn't you? Uh, no. Did you guys play I, with them? I don't think so. Didn't you? You're like, I I've played so many shows, I don't even remember. <laughs> I don't remember. I, I, do, I love this band, though. They're they're great. Um. I, I still can't pronounce any of their song titles to save no, my yeah, effing life, but ignorant Americans. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited. They uh, have a new album that's going to be coming out March 3rd, and um, and that's the North American release date. And uh, album's going to be called Tau 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 T A T A U Tau. Nice. I'm, I'm guessing. Yeah. So uh, the label saying that it's going to be a, a step in a new direction, and um, the uh, the album's going to be a, a really Solid um, follow-up to both their second album and their first album. Kind of a, a conglomeration of everything that they've done so far and a fresh new direction. So I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. really looking forward to that. That's a good way to... I was going to say, that band's kind of uh, a breath of fresh air if you're, like, stagnated. Yeah, If you're like, definitely. man, I need to hear something different. Put on some Nagura Bungit. Yeah, man, their show last time I saw them play at El Corazon was amazing. <laughs> that band is... That band's really good stuff. Get your Bungit. Uh, you like that word, Max? I really do. <laughs> Any, does anybody care at all that Dragon Force teamed up with Baby Metal? No. I was reading that and I don't. Okay. I'm surprised that Baby Metal uh, played at the Budokan. Holy shit. Yeah, they recorded a live record there. Baby too. Metal live at the Budokan? I don't know. I think Baby Metal's interesting. 
and kind of uh, an it's an anomaly of anomaly. Yeah, it's exactly. like the dumbest gimmick. Ugh, People could is. say that about your beard. Uh, <laughs> Woo! Shots I'm just fired. kidding. Damn, <laughs> their live show looks like a huge party, though. Like, I mean, at least my like, band isn't for pedophiles. It, it is, but it, <laughs> like, the band yeah, it just is. everyone <laughs> running around. You're just like, dude, a baby metal show looks like a huge. Like amped up version of Dance Dance Revolution on like steroids with heavy music. It's like anime came to life. Okay. Well, I just wanted to throw that out there for anybody who gives a shit. <clears throat> you can go find that on your own time. By the way, I I if uh, as far as gimmicks go, I, I prefer your beard over <laughs> baby metal. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. Good good call. Good call. <laughs> uh, the, in real news. Uh, we found out this week online that a knife fight broke out at a cattle decap show. <sighs> knife party at cattle decap? That Theories, our friends from Theories, were also playing. They were on tour with cattle decapitation for several weeks going down the West Coast. According to various sources online, someone in the pit stabbed another showgoer in the f***ing neck. And there was blood all over the dance floor. Not like the shitty ass scene band. Literally blood on the dance floor. <laughs> Jesus. So here's the tweet that we got from a cattle decap fan who was at the show, posted it on Facebook. Okay, so for those of you that don't know, yes, someone got sliced, not stabbed. Not at the cattle, stabbed, at the idiots. Someone got sliced, duh. The guy that got sliced <laughs> apparently hit a female who tried to hit him or did hit him. Female's boyfriend sliced the dude that hit her. Everyone jumped on the guy with the knife, and I may have broke the dude's finger taking the knife from him. I was called a hero, I think jokingly, but the cops didn't see it that way. For those of you that didn't realize, that was me and Cuffs leaned up against Cattle Decapitation's trailer. In my opinion, both guys are idiots. Cattle's set got cut by five songs, and that spot might lose their live entertainment permit. Hey ass**, leave the weapons at home. Don't hit females. And ladies, I'm sorry, but stop trying to fight your man's battles. All in all, I had a fun, I had fun, got home safe. Got to hang with Travis Ryan a bit after the cops let me go. Blah, 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 and a blah, blah, blah. So that's the story from a fucking guy who was at the show. Oh, my God. That's I, brutal. From another guy. I arrived, and so did seven police cars and an ambulance and a fire truck. Yeah, so that's the guy from Suicide Silence. <laughs> Someone got stabbed in the neck. To that decapitation a little too far. Yeah, that's pretty gnarly. And, um, guys, seriously, moshing is cool. Getting brutal in the pit, but don't bring a fucking weapon. Here's the thing: if you are, you know, I'm not obviously. This if is you bring a knife to a fist fight, you're a little bitch. It's a I expect this from like Holland or Finland or something. <laughs> not California. Not even. No, man. I what? totally no. expect this out of California. I expect no this out of a place like Florida. Honestly, what is yeah. where I fucking do expect it to come from? Oh, California, shit. not surprising at all. If it was like Everett, I'd be like, hell yeah. But whatever, you know, it was in La Habra, California. I don't even know what the f*** that is. So they were doing their show, and somebody got stabbed. The thing is, like, if you're a friend of, like, the venue, like we are. We're yeah. friends of the venue. Sometimes we just get to walk in. Stab yeah. the venue. That's the thing. Like, if you realize you have something you're not supposed to have. Like, I got into the Seahawks game with. You know what I'm not going to do? Bust that shit in the fucking venue and use it on somebody. Ever. Because, like you said, that venue's probably going to lose their license or their permit. Or whatever you need to have down there in that city or that county or yeah. the fucking state that you're in. You know, and I'd like to extend that further. If you go if you go to a venue a lot and you spend a lot of time at a place, you know, take a little bit of responsibility. You see something somebody doing something really dumb or sketchy, point it out, you know? Don't let right. something dumb happen. I mean, I'm not a narc. 
I'm not going to call the cops unless I fucking yeah. need somebody else to no, shoot someone for don't me. Just, <laughs> you don't poke like, security, not saying, though? like, call the call the cops, but, you know, if I see somebody, right. like, going at somebody, I'm going to grab one <laughs> and of the security like, guys. Hey, be this like, guy over here is being a jerk-off. Take care of it. Yeah, exactly. I get that. Don't be that guy, also. It's kind of what I'm just saying. You have yeah. to make that call. If you, you realize, have to make that discretionary If you realize call. you had your keys in your hand and your keys have, like, a fucking keychain knife on it, don't use that shit and cut somebody in the neck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just don't. You should be fucking blacklisted from, and that guy I hope is blacklisted from every show, every venue. I'm sure he will be. They'll be like, oh, that's the knife guy. <laughs> you know, it's a fucking knife guy. That guy. Who brings a fucking knife to a club? There's a fucking knife guy over here. Knife guy. Knife guy, knife guy, knife get guy. out of here. Oh, look, it's Knife Guy. Knife <laughs> Guy's back at the show. Oh, you bring your knife, Knife Guy? We just need to make uh, uncomfortable memes about him. <laughs> Brings knife to show. Yeah. <laughs> Gets venue shut down. Good job, jerk off. Ah, <sighs> good times. All right, let's move on. All right, speaking of... So, now to move on speaking to Speaking of knives. Speaking of non things. Um, one of my uh, favorite guitar nerds, uh, 14-string guitarist Felix Martin and uh, Touch Style Extraordinaire is going to be coming to Seattle pretty soon here. And um, I'm pretty excited about that. That guy is absolutely from another freaking planet. You know, really, oh, really yeah. out of control stuff. So that's going to be at the Highline on uh, Wednesday, February 11th. And um, I, I really hope we end up putting on that show. I think we will. That, that guy literally, away. he operates both sides of his brain at the same time. And is like running run, one riff with his right hand and then running a whole nother riff with his left hand. He's like schizophrenic in a good way. Yeah. In a musical way. It's awesome. It's awesome. We uh, we got the offer to open for that show and I said, hell no. <laughs> I'm not trying to look <laughs> bad in front of this guy. <laughs> <laughs> good call. That's awesome. Right? That's going to be at Highline? Yeah, yeah, cool. the highline. That'll, that'll That's going to be one of, like, I want to just pull up a chair. Yeah, no joke. The flyer looks really sick, too. Uh, mad props to uh, to Brian from um, Gladiators Eat Fire. He's been popping out some cool artwork lately. Nice. <laughs> Dude, uh, another great tour that's going to be coming into Seattle at uh, El Corazon, actually, is going to be Watain with Mayhem and Revenge. It smells good. This Panda gonna, show. Yeah, this is going to be a very, very primitive black metal insane show with a lot of fucking freaks. Um, so if you're one of those freaks or if you just want to do some weird people watching, see some sick metal, uh, definitely go to this show. There's gonna be, they're going to be playing a Vancouver, B.C. show January 26th, January 27th, Seattle, Washington, then January 28th in Portland. So a few Northwest gigs if you want to go to all of them. That was a good record. We didn't really give, give a, a lot. Of, we didn't really give a lot of love to that Watain record that came out last year. I'm going to that show. The Wild Hunt mask. Yeah. Well, Flat I don't think, dude. I Can honestly, you do that? we talked about this like six months ago. I think. Oh, Corazon's not going to let him get no, away with there's that. No, there's no way. Studio Seven's fine with it since it's like a pretty big open kind of area. Dude, imagine like but you, not Corazon. You know, like that swamp ass effect that goes down in a really packed show at El Corazon. <laughs> Toss a couple of dead ass animal skulls. In the middle of that, you're gonna have fucking. Can we explain what's happening? They bring dead animals onto the stage. You've never. Oh, you need to go to the show, man. Sometimes when they're feeling it. Is this news to you that black metal bands do this? Well, just Watanes is like specifically yeah. notorious. Kind of, yeah. Notorious. Oh man, yeah. Max is going to that show. He doesn't have a choice in the matter now. Notorious. Yeah. So Watain, come. Yeah, you're going. Yeah, okay. I want to see Max write us a report. <laughs> it's January 27th. It's a Tuesday. At El Corazon. Oh, deal. So you can go. 
You can totally go. Uh, we talked uh, about two bands that kind of fell apart last year, Chimera and Devil Driver. Well, looks like they both turned to each other and they were like, well, sh- what are you doing? I don't know. What are you doing? <laughs> Let's get together. Another. That's awesome. So ex-Chimera drummer Austin Diamond has joined Devil Driver uh, for the recently departed John Boeklin. So huh. uh, Austin is going to be playing not for Chimera anymore, but he's going to be playing for Devil Driver whenever okay. they come back because Dez is doing the, the Coal Chamber thing. So hmm. they're on hiatus. He's got some time to uh, to get up on things. Just so. like that, Devil Driver's back. Kind of. Sale! I, they lost. <laughs> they uh they lost like their bass player and guitar player too, so they gotta find a couple more people before they're actually back. Give it ninety days. Yeah. Oh, they'll figure it out. Cold chamber. They'll just be like, Hey Chimera, what the rest of you motherfuckers doing? Come on in. Yeah. Come on I mean, in. I mean that band's pretty much a revolving door anyway. I mean yeah, why not? Both of them have been. Who cares? Both those bands, honestly. <laughs> so you guys remember the Decibel Magazine tour last last year, right? With Carcass, of course, yep. and yeah, Gorguts. That was my favorite show of 2014. That was an epic show, and the Decibel Magazine tour is coming back to Seattle right around here on March 31st. This time at the mm-hmm. Showbox downtown Seattle at the Market. It is going to be awesome at yeah. the gates, Converge, and Valenfire, and of course, none other than. Paul Bearer. Yeah, I Rad. think I think they had to wait until their headlining gig was over to right. really announce that they were going to be joining this Decibel tour just to kind of get people to actually come out to that show too. Um, but it's going to be so sick at the Showbox. That sound is going to be incredible. And it's just such a diverse show. Absolutely, at the gates converge Paul Bearer, Valenfire. Hell yeah! And you know what? I heard rumors that there's another awesome local band that's going to be opening. Hold on, I'm gonna turn Can't... off the microphones. Who is it? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That rules. Hope. I hope. I really, really hope that's true. So well, for all true. of you that didn't it's hear true. that, I heard suck it from the band. It. I'm just that's stoked bad. to get a chance to see Paul Bear again because uh, I f***ed up. Well, because they were playing the same night as Exodus. Exodus. Right? Yeah. yeah. So Ryan saw it. It was rad. He. Oh, I had a good time. Real hard. His beard curled up in weird directions. It, it was. It was rad. It made me feel tingly in the nethers. <laughs> There's a band called Venom. You probably heard of them. That's right. I bought a T-shirt of theirs from a bootleg Mexican store. Is that what you got today? Yeah, I got a Venom T-shirt and a Suicidal Tendencies T-shirt. Kevin went down to the B. What was it? The B and I. The B and I, and also the sketchy um, Tacoma Discount World. Ryan, have you been down there yet? Since I have not. Dude, that is a place that you need to go to. <laughs> it is sketchy You and awesome. have to go to the B&I to consider yourself a true Washingtonian. At least one time in your life. Same with you, motherfucker. Where's this? Down in Tacoma. South Tacoma Way. Oh, sweet. You know what's it, the most depressing part of it, It's a flea market. It's awesome. The pet store is the worst part. I don't <laughs> want to talk about that. That's going to just bump me the fuck out. But you can buy some really discount, cheap, the cheapest of cheap. The cheapest. It's it's great. You can I buy mean, somebody's used floss reels. You can buy Fubu. No. You can buy Fubu that says Pubu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nineteen years later. Yeah. Well, cool. Anyway, awesome. Venom's putting out a new record. <laughs> They've got a new record coming out in, a, in about a week on Spine Farm Records. Nice. January twenty seventh, celebrating thirty years. Venom. 
Can we take a second to talk about how awful this album cover is? No. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, oh, <laughs> yes, so I have. bad. It looks Woo! like... Uh, you guys remember, like, early I, 90s, it's like, like spawn. graphic art? Oh, it's so bad. It, it's like, like clip like art? The one guy, po- like, the main figure guy pointing just like, you. You coming with us. <laughs> you look at- Okay, so it looks like a, like a pseudo-tornado of souls kind of thing. Descending down into a pentagram with a skull, but it's not centered. Like the pentagram isn't it's not centered, centered, and like everything's it's all the logo, the Venom logo. I can see the pixels. Yeah, from here, <laughs> it's pretty. Uh, you ever play the the old, old, old computer game? It looks like Diablo One. Yeah, D- dude, descent. Totally. Yeah, and like descent. the proportions of the limbs to the bodies are all. And honestly, it could just wacky. be whatever Jackoff picked this this particular, you know. Whatever off of Google images, but it's so bad. Dude. And it's like so the bad. font at the bottom, it looks, looks like, like it the, came out of Word Art. The man. gradient tough, font. <laughs> the it's gradient one of those things where font. You're always taught not to judge a book by its cover, but this judge is a band this. that knows better. Metal is a Ve- very. Venom uh, could have put slapped a pentagram on the cover could, of this yeah, thing and then just put their band logo and call it good. Said Venom. It would have been great. It, not it. even the pentagram, just Venom, and yeah. then the name of the record, and people would have loved it. Oh my god. But this? <laughs> eh. uh, All it right, makes me well, want to go play Diablo 1. Th- there is an album to this album cover. Let's talk about that. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I don't really want to talk about it. Uh, so they're coming out with a new record. It's January 27, 2015. It has yeah. uh, recordings by... Uh, the main man, Basis Kronos, and it is the 14th studio album. They released the 2011's Fallen Angels, which is actually a pretty sweet record. So uh, Kronos claims it was good. It was good. that the album is perfect. <laughs> this album it is, is perfect. perfect. This album is as perfect. My son's friend, he just bought the photoshops. <laughs> There's a song, track six is called Long-Haired Punks. Yeah. Because last the last and the last record had like some kind of punk. Yeah, it was kind of a tribute to punk. So weird. Good times. Uh, there's a band called Cataclysm. We know of them. F- yeah. One of my favorite bands. Missed them once last year because their guitar player had a fucking baby, and I think we talked about this five thousand times. Well, but, was he having the kid? Like, did they yeah. have to yank it out? He of was him? like a, uh, a, a daddy seahorse. No, he's like <laughs> just came sprang out <laughs> of his baby. Uh, they have a new record coming out. They just announced the title. It's going to be called Of Ghosts and Gods. It's going to be coming out this summer. So a new full length from Cataclysm in 2015. Nice. I hope it's good, man, because they've kind of been slowing down, getting a little more groovy, mm-hmm. whereas they were a band that were... Hype. Known, yeah, yeah, Hyperblast. Hy- Hyperblast was, you know, from Montre- Montreal Hyperblast. So we'll see if they bring back the Blast Beats. They're still working with Andy Sneap, though, so you know it's going to sound good, at the very least. So a lot of bands are, you know, we get pumped when they're celebrating their 20th or 25th anniversary. Get this, Scorpions, 50th anniversary. I love the Scorpions. They're celebrating 50 years of rockin', and they have a new album due out February 20th. That is f***ing crazy. 50 years. 50 years. These guys look like they're trying to be young. But they don't look <laughs> that bad. They really don't. Here's, here's the message that they sent. Here it is. Here it is. It's very short. We need our medication. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. That's not it, Max. Shut up, you Max. Unrespe- you disrespectful little bitch. Respect your elders. Hello, Facebook. 
Yes. We have some very exciting news for you right now. Our new album, Return to Forever, and our new single, We Built This House, will be out very soon, actually in the new year, in February. You can go for it. You can have a first listen, check it out. And uh, we're very excited to be back on the road next year. We're looking very much forward to see you on tour and in the cinema. We see you next year. Rock on. Hello, Facebook. You this guy, okay. Hello, yeah. Facebook. See you in the cinema. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, I I dig the Scorpions, man. I'm stoked for this I song. Love yeah, the they're badass. I love the Scorpions. I don't think the Scorpions can do any wrong. Even yeah. the songs that people don't like. How old are these guys? I love it. Old. 65? Old. 60. No, they're in their 60s and 70s, man. Straight up. The Scorpions. Oh 50th anniversary. You know, I would rather see the Scorpions on their 50th anniversary than I'd see the f***ing Rolling Stones on their 50th That's anniversary. That's what I was just thinking. Yeah, you know, every guitarist worth their salt at some point in their career has attempted Sales of Char on. Like that, exactly. that intro, yeah. that, that whole intro solo. And just been mind effed by it. A lot of good records are coming out. So theirs is coming out in February. Yeah. Scorpions, new, new February. Lord Dying has a new record coming out in uh, next week called Poisoned Altars on yeah. January 27th band. on Relapse Records. Those guys are great dudes, man. I'm glad that band's doing good things. The album was recorded with Joel Grind from Toxic Holocaust there you go. in Portland. So still the Northwest. Absolutely. Uh, these guys have spent a lot of time out on the road. If you saw Red Fang coming through, you probably saw them with them. They played with Valiant Thor, Corrosion of Conformity, Black Tusk, lots of good bands. So keep an eye out for Lord Dying, man. They've got some good things on the way. Sweet. Uh, so there's this band that, uh, well, they <laughs> redid Saint Anger. God damn it. Yep. So Saint Anger. So is that good enough? The band is called Grace the Skies and a Dust. Kind of a crappy name, I'm not going to lie. But That's a terrible name. <laughs> re-recorded the album Saint Anger in its entirety. And honestly, I was thinking about having us play some of it, but I don't really want to. I don't want to either. Um, I'm just going to say that it sounds better than the original, but that doesn't really take much okay. effort My question, though, to sound better because than Because I haven't heard this, and I know Garbo. there's a lot of people listening to this that are just going to go, why are you even talking about it? So the question is, why is this version better? Than the original Metallica version. What's the argument behind the recreation? Why? Because they shortened it. Well, do you, do you want to know why? <laughs> they, they shortened it by 15 minutes. They took out all the bullshit. Do you Honestly, want to know why, why. The, why the original was so bad? Why? Or, well, I mean. That, dr- that drum I mean, sound. I mean, the, Jesus. All the tones were off, and it, it was massively overcompressed. The entire album was just absolutely squished all unholy hell, and it sounded like an amateur production deal. Right. Mm-hmm. And it, it just... It didn't sound like a professional record at all, and it 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 wasn't well produced. It wasn't well written. It well wasn't well put together. Yeah, it's, I won't say who it was, but there's a person that works at the radio station here who was a higher up that said that the first time he heard the uh, the record, he said, "This has got to be a mistake, right?" <laughs> so they stopped listening to it and then like went to go get a different version of it, and it was the exact same thing. All right, oh no, that's that's actually what it sounds like. It just fucking sucks. Yeah. So, uh, for me, that was the end. Yeah. <laughs> good times. I'm that's imagining I, who could have said that. I'm just imagining that's that. That's all go I down. gotta say. Well, man. you can look it up if you're a fan of that record, or if you just kind of want to hear something. <laughs> that was the end. Different. I mean, it, it it sounds better. I mean, th- this band did a much better 
job of it. Right. I mean, if if um, I didn't know it was a Metallica record, if some random band had put this out, I I wouldn't think it was man. awful. The thing is, though, is like there are so many records by good bands that I haven't gotten a chance to check out yet that I don't want to take fifty nine minutes of my life to go back and re-listen. Oh come to on! Somebody hoping that maybe maybe somebody <laughs> polished this turd into something worth listening to. Oh, that's that's not polishing a turd. That's that's. Recreating, creating, creating a, a whole new turd yeah. from the ground up. <laughs> oh, uh, so on Christmas Day, like my dad is is a hip dude. My parents are pretty cool. They come out to my shows every once in a while, and they he's know a hip dude. He's a hip dude. He's the guy who came to the Pennywise show, and he dug stick to your guns, and he liked to stick to your guns more than he liked Pennywise <laughs> and your band. <laughs> my dad is a fifteen year old mosh kid. <laughs> Which is weird, but he like on Christmas Day he's like, yeah, let's play this August Burns Red Christmas music. Let's play some Trans Siberian Orchestra. The thing is, man, Trans Siberian Orchestra, those guys are not a fucking joke. They are making a ton of money, of and their shows are awesome. Almost a million dollars a day. A day. It's crazy. What? Yeah, like Little John style. So these guys just grossed $51 million in 52 days. So ballin'. They did their- Ballin'. And this is is why some of the radio stations in the Northwest that only play Christmas music for like three months make a ton of money. Oh, yeah. Because these guys, Trans-Siberian Orchestra, went on like basically a holiday tour, right? Yeah. Where they're playing all the Christmassy stuff. It's like the Nutcracker, but cooler, kind of. So these guys are making a million dollars a day. Day! Holy shit! So they've been playing to over 12 million people over the last year, man. That's insane. And and we thought Judas Priest was big. We thought Metallica playing to 100,000 people in Rio was big. There's a whole other thing that we didn't even really know about. Absolutely. That's just rocking the world, man. Yeah. Well, Th- Thanks, Dad. Get this. This is definitely one of the most interesting news pieces I read all week as pertaining to music and pop culture. Um, so Mastodon's Brent Hins, he's the dude with the face tattoo, um, he has landed a role, apparently already filmed. He is playing Ryan Dunn. So the, they already filmed it? Yep, they already filmed it, apparently. Wow. And it's a movie called I Needed Time to Stay Useless. And it has Bam Margera, who produced and uh, wrote the movie. And he's playing the late Ryan Dunn, who died in a car crash a few years back. So, uh, he, I mean, he he looks like him with a face tattoo, but he looks like him. And, uh, yeah, That's I mean, wild, man. if you remember Ryan Dunn, he was the guy that was famous for having all the sketchy tattoos and... He was hilarious. I, he was one of my favorites, man. Um, so losing him was like the worst part, man. I why couldn't it have been Bam? <laughs> I know. You know that's fucked up. At least Brandon I'm just planned. The only reason I say that's fucked up is because I was gonna try and dance around that, but you just pouted <laughs> off with it. I'm just kidding. Right. I like Bam. That's okay, man. No, you're right. I like Brandon <laughs> DiCamillo totally though. Right. He's my favorite. You want to play like a few minutes of uh, Bam Margera interviewing Brett from Mastodon here, real uh, quick? Maybe. Uh, no, I don't. I, I don't give a shit. No, fuck it. I just hate Bam. <laughs> All right, we're gonna do it anyway. Fuck you, sorry. All right. Damon Marley or Damon Marley? I'm sorry, I can't do that. You gotta come over here and and look how fucked up. Let's just leave this in here. Oh, I'm watching it. How fucked up Bam looks. Yeah, he this. looks really. He high. looks like coked out. 
heroined out, weeded out, and it looks like he gained 100 pounds. He's drinking beer skis. Weird. Weird. That's for sure. I'm not down with that. Odd dude. I, I mean, I can't say I blame him, man. Like He's Bam Marjorie. He does what the f*** he wants, man. But losing your best friend sucks. Yeah. You gotta say, man, it's the kind of thing where, like, you had dudes like uh, Roger Ebert, you know, who's obviously dead now also, but were just, like, lambasting Ryan Dunn because he died, you know, drunk driving. At 140 miles an hour, he went out like he lived, you know, but he also took somebody with him. So the thing is, is, like... <laughs> It's uh, it's it's a tough thing. I look forward to seeing this though, and and if Brent, I don't, I ne- and he never struck me as like a hilarious kind of guy, so like Brent cracking a bunch of jokes, yeah, be interesting to see, to say the least. Okay, so you know how when you look at news articles the, at the bottom, it has like sponsored links from the internet, and it has these stupid fucking articles, clickbait. Yeah. Like, I'm check look- out my book. I'm looking at one right Top now. Top 28 celebrity nipples. I'm looking at one right now. It says, 10 unexpected tricks to try with Vaseline right now. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? That's total clickbait because yeah. I, would, I would go, I, I need to know this. It just has a <laughs> finger with a bunch of Vaseline on it. <laughs> so what the fuck? <laughs> I'm clicking it. Click it. See what the first thing it says is. Ten tricks you didn't know about Vaseline that you need to know. Thank you, Internet. Thank you, Internet. Ten ways to use Vaseline. Makeup Maybe. removal. Oh, there we go. Let me smear this Vaseline on my face real quick. Protection from hair dye. Yeah, of course. Okay. Your manic panic days. Ugh. Highlighting skin. Oh, this is all makeup They're going to see the effed oh, up ones like for last. Girl stuff. Skin softener. Anal sex lube. <laughs> Lash growth. <laughs> really? Okay. Reading between the lines. A we've brighter got smile. A brighter smile. <laughs> yep. You put it on your teeth, I guess. Oh. That's weird. Uh, <laughs> repair split ends and smooth flyaways. Oh, split Ian. Ends. Ian. Hey, fuck off. You can, you can Ryan's repair beard. those... <laughs> Make a cream makeup. You can. Ten things. You this is not funny anymore. Yeah, it's <laughs> Ten not. Ten things. Oh, you clickbait. Exfoliant. We should just lied. <laughs> God <laughs> damn it. One of those things. Anal is, sex lube. There you go. That should have been number one. Obviously. <laughs> Cult of Luna. Sleep. Pentagram. Three bands that you could definitely use some Vaseline for. <laughs> After you get f***ed by their heaviness. Psycho Fest in California <laughs> at the observatory. May 15th, 16th, and 17th. Sleep, Pentagram, Cult of Luna. Get this. Earth, Kailesa, Russian Circles, Indian, Earthless, Paul Bearer, Cave-In, I Hate God, Goat Snake, Wrench, Coffin Worm. Death by Stereo. Bell Witch from the Northwest. Yeah. Death by Serio. <laughs> Who saw that coming? Sub Rosa. Blackout, Red Wizard, Gloom. Dude, so many Atriarch. So many good bands like the, Hell yeah. uh, the Doomiest, the Stoniest, and Death by Stereo. <laughs> Yo. It's in Santa Ana, California coming up in May. If you have the chance to go down there, that's the one. That's going to be killer. I think looking, Ryan's going to that one. You're gonna, nah. you looking I, for I, a low I, impact? No, Ryan's going to that one. I'd, I'd like to. What's the mosh pit like in that? Is there a mosh pit? Slow motion pit. Just like, (laughs) don't bump me too hard. No, the mosh pit's like, dude, pass that. Let me hit that. The guy from Death by Stereo is going to be like, he was at 10 for 10. He's going to be like, why are you fucking standing there watching me and and just like, what the fuck? Why are you (laughs) sitting down? Get the fuck up. Come on, man. That was really awkward. 
Fuck you. What's, dude, Ryan, what's the story with this chick that thought she was dead for three years? Oh, okay. All right. What the <laughs> fuck is that? All right. This this is a weird one. Okay, so this chick, apparently there's a mental condition, uh, which is also called walking corpse syndrome, um, in which you either think that you're dead or think that parts of your body just aren't there like limbs just aren't there and it, it's just this weird mental condition called a uh, cottard syndrome and so this girl who is like a huge metalhead by the looks of her pictures i mean death patches and cannibal corpse and all yeah, this stuff got a death patch yeah totally which oddly appropriate um and so i guess victims of She's this also uh, kind of cute of this mental illness uh, normally starve to death because they don't see a need to eat because they're dead so anyway, um, she was cute. She was saved by Disney films. <laughs> Long story short, Disney films. Disney films. Yep. Oh man, I need to go watch Aladdin. <laughs> what do you mean? She, how are you saved by? So this <laughs> disease or like the syndrome? <laughs> there's a lady in 2008 in New York. She was 53. She claimed that she stank like rotting fish because she was dead. What, what the f- are you talking about? <laughs> you smell like rotting fish. Because you need to take a fucking shower. And she probably wasn't showering because she thought she was dead. Like, like I'm dead. Why the hell do I need to shower? I don't need to eat. Know? I'm a human corpse. So thanks for that. Uh, I'd answer that Craigslist ad. Can I just show up to work and be like, mm, I'm dead. Well, yeah. I don't know what you guys are talking about. You know, <laughs> could you still be a... I don't need to do what you tell me. Like, is it necrophilia if you have sex with a live... How, of course, <laughs> dead girl. Max Long brings up <laughs> the cotards... Sex disease. <laughs> I'm going to call it cotards now because it's kind of like... Cotards. Maybe this is like the next evolution of emo kids. You know? They're just like... I'm dead. They yes. skipped the middle man. Yes. <laughs> See, if I went to high school with some kids that were like, I'm dead, I would have taken that a little more seriously. I'd been like, all right, these guys are dead. Can I get your lunch money real quick? I'm trying to get that red sauce burrito. Burrito in a bag. Burrito in a bag. It's a burrito <laughs> in a bag. So, gentlemen, I think we're done with the news for this week. It's true. It's been fun. Man, it's been okay. It's been all right. I'd give it a six out of four. That's episode number 38 of Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. Uh, so she's, like, better now, though, right? She's yeah, still, because of no. Disney movies. Okay. She, like, but she doesn't, like, fall back into it at yeah, all. She, like, Dude, wh- whatever. This bitch is like, I'm dead. I, think I watched was... The Lion King. You know what? <laughs> now Real good sticking with the commitment. I think she was faking the whole fucking thing. She just has real Give strong... Give this bitch a soft taco and a fucking dollop okay. of sour cream. Eat a Christmas right. burrito. This song is okay because it's about mutilation to yourself till you... So here's what we, yeah. That's <coughs> okay, I'm trying. Which is interesting because normally we, are, we try to bar the ones that are like too super violently graphic towards like women, women, women yeah. and killing and raping. But or dogs. But to ourselves. If you're going to do it, then you might as well just calm things down and go ahead and do it to yourself. Kevin, go ahead and introduce your uh, brutal poetry. Too hot for radio this week. Okay. This week goes out to the men who stab their penises with pencils. <laughs> Brad. It's a band called Gore Rotted. Off their record Mutilated in Minutes. It's a song called Stab Me Till I Come. Mm. Tightly tied to a wooden bed. Twisted thoughts run through my head. A sharpened blade I push it in. Red blood quickly covers my foreskin. 
I feel the orgasm's climax mount. Blood and mix on the ground. Aborted butcherer, I torture myself. Looking at partners on the shelf. Carved innards are starting to smell. Smell, 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 smell. My wasted body is useless now. Picking up that butcher knife. Pushing it forth with all my might. Blood dripped down, it's harder to see. Staining red my colorless foreskin. Feeling faint, I start to fall. Shoot my until it's gone. Stab in the chest. Cut with a knife. Fluids gush out. Ending my life. Stab me till I stab me in the dick with a butcher <laughs> We're on a highway to hell. Fudge. Censored hey. myself. Thanks. We don't have to hear that long ass beep. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us. We hell got, yeah. We got it. Final words. Go Seahawks. Go cheeseburger. No, no cheese allowed. Remember, no Wisconsin Packers. Oh yeah. Censor that. <laughs> Eat a regular burger. No fucking cheeseburgers. Ban on all cheeses. Let me get a fucking ar. Anyone yeah. up, Max? Final words. I just want to smoke some weed and watch the football game. There you go. <laughs> Ryan, final words? Uh, I got nothing, man. I just want to go home. There you go. <laughs> All right. It's time for sleep. Yep. <laughs> Have a good week. We're going to eat some regular burgers. See you in episode number 39. It's Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. Yeah! This has been Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.